Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is the Hollywood Raw Podcast, hosted by entertainment veteran Dax Holt and street journalist Adam Glynn. Welcome to the Hollywood Raw Podcast. My name is Adam Glynn. Thank you guys for checking out the podcast and listening. Uh, This is our weekly rundown where we do the top 10 stories of the week. I'm usually joined by my my buddy Dax Holt, but Dax is in Germany. I don't know what Jews go back to Germany, but Dax is doing that. Uh, He's gone for the month, but he is coming back. Um, But I'm joined by my buddy John Campanelli, a comedian who performs all around the world. One of my good buddies, John, how are you? Good, good. Thanks for having me on. Also, I on the podcast. Yeah, what are you saying? Sorry, I'm a little worried about Dax coming back from uh, from Germany. They're keeping a lot of people. You know, it's hard to get back over. Uh, you know, overseas. You know what? Dax looks German, so I'm sure he'll do very fine over there. Okay. I hope they let him back in. I just hope they let him back in. I think he'll be okay. I don't think he's um, he has any mob ties. I just when when he comes back, please don't bring any monkeypox back. Thank you, Dax. Thank you guys for listening. If you love this podcast, leave a review. It's the best thing you do to support this podcast. All you gotta do is go to iTunes, wherever you listen to a podcast. Go to search Hollywood Podcast. Go all the way to the bottom. It says leave a review. Do that. Say a few kind words, and we'll get into it. But we got some good stories today. We're gonna start off with the number ten story of the week: Olivia O'Brien. Yeah, I don't know who she is either. She's a singer, but she's more of a social media star. She comes out. She was on a podcast, and she says she briefly dated Saturday Night Live alum. It's crazy we have to call him an alum now, Pete Davidson. Yes, Pete took down another girl. Um, She says we broke up through text messages. He texted me and was like, I'm seeing someone else, so, like, I can't. That's what she says. He broke up with her via text message, and and then I guess she left – he left her to go to the girl from Bridgerton, Phoebe. And again, another girl that comes out that we know that Pete has dated. But Pete has actually responded, his team responded, saying there's absolutely no truth to this, saying that she was just a friend. Um, what do you, uh, you know, basically they hung out a few times. That's what Pete's uh, rep says. We know Pete. Is that right, John? Mm-hmm. Well, what are your thoughts on Pete? I mean, it's he's a good guy, right? I know a lot of people hear stories about Pete Davidson. I've known Pete since what, fifteen years old, maybe. I mean, yeah, Pete yeah, for years. He's a good yeah. guy. I think that Pete's a good guy. I think, uh, I think this whole everything that's gone down with him, you know, all the stardom, it's a little surreal. Uh, I wouldn't have thought that, you know, because not 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 because I wouldn't have thought that, you know, for any 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 uh, bad reasons. Just it's. He's just exploded, and people care so much about every little thing he does. It's it's really it's weird to see what you know has kind of happened the last couple of years. It's wild. I mean, let's it's, go. It's the- surreal. It's surreal. It is surreal. Again, it's maybe because we have a little bit closer ties to him. Yes. Yeah. You know, we've, well, we've, we've seen people start. pop. We've seen people pop, and we've seen people hit. This is a little bit different. You know. Are you nervous about Pete? I think he's young and I think he's impressionable. I think he's a good guy. I just think he's like a, he's like a dude, you know? So it's like, I think Pete will say he's worried about Pete, you know? Like, I I think he's kind of almost said that publicly, you know? So um, I don't like, look, I'm going to be honest with you. 
I actually think Pete could do better than Kim Kardashian. I don't believe that's a huge catch for him. So I actually don't – I'm not on board with the whole Kardashian thing, and that worries me a little bit. And I and I really don't want to say this. It's terrible. But, like, there is this Kardashian curse with the men, and it worries me a little bit. And I think that um, I'm not very pro I, – I, I hate to say it, but I'm not super pro Kardashian the way that they go about things. So, yeah, I'm a little worried about him with this. I thought the Ariana – you know, him with Ariana Grande was amazing. I was like, oh, wow, good – that was great, you know, like Ariana, that's hot, you know. Um, but I, I think, yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little bit worried about about him, I guess, overall. But but I mean he's he's young, so it could go really either way, you know. Yeah, no, and this is actually one of the reasons why I wanted John on the podcast. John is a comedian, performs all around the country. He's you know, he's went on tour with Dane Cook. Uh, and also another thing about John. I John, you probably don't want me to bring this up, but I'm going to because it's so interesting and I find it so amazing. John dated Jim Carrey's daughter for years. Jim oh, Jim, Carrey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so which I think is one of the coolest things. I'm obsessed with Jim Carrey, and you got to – obviously, you were in a real relationship with his daughter, and it was very serious. Mm-hmm. But through that, you got to hang out with Jim well, in very intimate ways. I mean, not mm-hmm. sexually, but we get it. Like, you got to hang out and see the real Jim and see him as, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. as a person yeah, yeah, and yeah. as a comedian. Yeah. How was that? I mean, how was Jim as a person when you got to hang out with him? Is it? Oh, he's great. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, it, it, it was. He's he's just really funny. He's a really nice guy. He's really generous. He was a he was a really good girlfriend's dad. You know, like he was the best girlfriend's dad. Um, I had I'd, I'd been around and not just because it was Jim Carrey, just because he he was he was very uh, he was good to me. You know, and um, I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, it, you know, sometimes it was surreal. There were some moments where it was really, you know. It, it, it was it was fun and funny to be around him. He was he's just inherently the funniest person I've ever met in my entire life. I, it's just the truth. So what? Tell me about that surreal moment. What was the moment for you that it got to be like, holy shit, I'm with Jim Carrey? Um, you know, maybe more in the beginning, uh, for sure. Um, but I, I got over that, and then it was just you know, it was my girlfriend's dad. Um, and then there was moments where you're like, uh, but you know, like, it, I mean, there was one time early on in the relationship that is really funny uh because i'm going to things like also this is my girlfriend's dad so i'm trying to impress him i'm trying to you know uh be good to his daughter so tommy davidson had a show he was doing at this place in beverly hills and uh jane was as a musician so she so he was like oh it's like a variety show like come i want you to kind of sing on it so she was gonna go uh and do a couple songs and so jim was there and when i when me and jane get there jane goes you know backstage and they brought me to Jim. So I go and sit down with Jim. And uh, he was like, oh, you want anything to eat? And I was like, no, I'm all right. It was a little overwhelming, you know. Um, so I'm sitting in the booth with him. <laughs> and then uh, Tommy is um, said something. And they, they put the spotlight on Jim for a second. So Jim started yelling out. And then the crowd looks and sees it's Jim. And they start applauding. And then it goes back to Tommy. And Tommy was like, no, no, no. No, no, you guys do not want to wake this motherfucker up. Can I go something? <laughs> okay. You do not want to wake this motherfucker up. I'm telling you. And the crowd's applauding. And so and Jim's feeding into it. And I'm sitting right next to Jim. The spotlight keeps going on him. And he's in a booth. And he's like, I'm telling you, you guys don't want to wake this motherfucker up. So here's the thing. I'm a performer as well. I'm a comedian. So you want to be able to hang. You want, you want to not sure. make it weird. But this wasn't a scenario where I went thinking like, hey, man, you might, you know, I was just going there. It's like my girlfriend's dad. I only met a few times, you know. So they put the spotlight on him. Tommy Davidson comes over 
and they give Jim a mic or they give Jim a mic. So now him and Tom, um, him and Tommy start doing dueling Sammys together right next to me, you know? So Jim, he goes from like, Hey, do you want something to eat? What's going on? To like transforms into a performer like that in front of my face. And out for me, I was just like, Whoa, you know, like <laughs> it was just like, for me, it was like, I was now watching the performance. Like, dude, I'm really watching this happen. Like he is a performer. And so he's, they're doing dueling Sammys and he's like really transforming. And as they start singing, he looks at me and I was like, I wasn't even like in my body at this point. I was watching a performance. <laughs> I wasn't sitting next to him anymore. I was watching the performance. Like, like I was like, I had bought a ticket and he starts turning the microphone on to me. And I literally am frozen going like, and I think he noticed that. And then he just kind of like, <laughs> and then went back and I was like, Oh man, that was like, was that my moment to have like really shined? But I didn't even know what to do. So many things were hitting me at once. His performing is just so, um, it's yeah, it's just different. It was just the, to watch him transform like that. I was like learning watching him, and then he turned the mic on me, doing like this incredible dueling Sammy's impression. Like, and I was just like, dude, I can't, I can't hang with this right at this moment. This is amazing. Like, I love it. Dude, Jim Carrey is one of my favorite guys. We're going to talk more about him, but let's get to our number nine story of the week. Tommy Fury, um, reality star related to Tyson Fury, the boxing legend, boxing champion. Uh, He's about to now fight Jake Paul at Madison Square Garden. This is a huge fight. Jake Paul's been calling him out for a long time now. They finally agreed to a fight come this August, but now Tommy Fury is saying that he was denied U.S. entry over family ties to crime boss. Well, he's saying he was getting denied um, getting denied access or entry to the U.S. What it's coming to is saying that it's because he's got some family ties to this mob boss. So the Fury's family relationship with this major Irish crime boss is basically what is keeping him from entering the U.S. Daniel Kinahan is the guy who helped found the MTK Global Boxing Promotions that previously repped Tyson Fury. This is Tommy's brother. He is accused of running a massive drug and firearms trafficking operation in Europe. Wait, this guy's Tommy Fury's brother? Yes. Well, no, Tyson, Tommy Fury is Tyson Fury. Yeah, right, 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 right. Fury, yes, 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 uh, yes, our, yes, yes. Our brothers. Yes. Daniel Kinahan was um, basically a guy who repped right, 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 Fury. Right, right. So because they have this tie that and this guy's on the run, that it's hard for people like him to travel. And, like, yeah, he's currently run from the authorities. There's a lot of money out for his, um, for his arrest. But here's the thing. Kinahan is accused of some serious crimes with the Kinahan Organized Crime Group. But as far as his work with the boxing promotion, it was legit and it was well-respected in the boxing community. So we don't know right now if this fight is going to happen. Now, Jake Paul is using this to his advantage saying, I talked to your lawyer saying all you have to do is go to the embassy and talk to them and they'll allow you to come to the U.S. I don't know if this is just playing into – as we know, into the sports world is playing into making the sport bigger and better and more exciting. But that's what's going on. Are you excited for this fight to see Tommy Fury versus Jake Paul? Uh, I'm not super. I, I actually like, which we'll get to, I think, Logan Paul over Jake Paul to watch. Um, but Jake Paul, to me, it's too much negative controversy and he's always getting in stuff like this. And I know like a lot of people like watching that. So I know that. Um, you know, that's probably 
I, I, that's why he's doing it because we like salacious content, but not a big a fan when this stuff gets thrown into it because you know, I mean, like, look, if, if this guy's tied to, if there's like a serious investigation going on with someone that's done like a lot of horrible things, I don't know. That to me is not, you know, something I'm, I'm looking forward. You know what I mean? Like this, this story just sounds kind of uh, dicey to me. And it's, I know that's kind of like, that's more Jake Paul's thing, but yeah, I don't, not necessarily just because of the way it's going down. It is a wild story because we, again, we don't know the relationship between the Fury family and this guy, Daniel Kinahan, who's got mob ties. From what we, what we do know is he did have a legit boxing promotion, but it's affecting this guy making a lot of money, but it does add to the excitement. It is an interesting take on it. And I know Tyson was not talking about when he was doing interviews um, recently. So it is, it's a weird situation. Jake Paul obviously is going to use it to his advantage, saying he's using this as a reason to chicken out. So there is some legitimacy to the story. Um, and I will kind of, because this is a serious case. This guy, there's a lot of money out yeah. for this guy, Daniel Kinahan's arrest. It's five, $5 million. So obviously it's the boxing world. They talk trash. Jake Paul will probably say, oh, he's a wimp. He's trying to chicken out of this fight. But I know there's a lot of people that have connections to this guy or having problems um traveling right now because of this guy in the loose. that's kind of that's kind of jake paul's mo it's always to make the other guy look like he's you know doesn't want to fight him or everyone's scared of him you know he just creates this kind of like where he's this big tough guy that everyone's scared of that's like his kind of mo so it's like did he pick him because he knew this was going to happen and it's you know it's a good way to get you know and he, he knows these are guys that don't like being called out like this so it just makes every you know i mean some would say it's good marketing you know, uh, it's not my thing, you know, but you know, he's obviously, you know, people there, 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 there are people that kind of like watching this. So. All right. Our number eight story of the week, Sam Ashgari, hmm. or should we call him Sam Spears? The new husband of Britney Spears has opened up about his marriage to the amazing Britney in his first interview since their June wedding. The actor appeared on good morning America in a segment that aired Wednesday to promote his forthcoming film hot seat. Yeah. He's an actor. Um, he was, he's like a trainer actor, but he was in a Mel Gibson movie. So obviously they have to bring up the wedding and he goes, the husband thing hasn't hit me yet. Uh, it was way overdue for us. We imagined this thing being a fairy tale, and it was, it, it, and we wanted to celebrate with, you know, our loved ones, our close people. We wanted to just celebrate and that's just what we did. Obviously they want to celebrate their close ones. Their close ones is not the Spears family. Instead it's Selena Gomez and some random celebrities, but, um, yeah, it's, he also says that he's got to get used to wearing a wedding ring. Um, I don't know. Is this guy, do you think, obviously, as a guy, listen, and okay. I say this respectfully, John, you dated Jim Carrey's daughter. Now, this guy is marrying to Britney. Do you think it's actually going to benefit his career? I don't know. Um, I, 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 don't, I don't know. I mean, maybe as people take their marriage more seriously down the road. It could be like, you know, if he's in it for real, then, then maybe, I mean, I think if he's not in it for real and then that, you know, kind of happen, it comes out, then I think that you'll become kind of a joke. But, um, I mean, look, he's saying the right things. He's doing the right things. We haven't seen any signs that it's, that it's not, you know, real. He's dealt with a lot. I mean, it's not a, even just because it's Britney Spears doesn't mean it's, something that you just can do sometimes you know 
if you're if you have and it, it's it's hard to deal with a lot of this the, the baggage that's going to come with that. So the fact that he's been able to kind of persevere through that, and he's still saying these things, and she seems happy. I mean, it's it's it seems more and more like it could be legit. I don't know much about this guy. Obviously, you first hear it, and you're like, "Who's this clown? Oh, this personal trainer who's like." People probably look at it as he's trying to act. If he was acting before her for a while, it's not fair to say that he's just trying to act now and exploit it. Like, you know, people pop at different times. So it's like, I don't know. I haven't seen his work. I don't know enough about him, but he's, I haven't seen anything negative on from his end going through this. And I think people are trying to find ways to make it not legitimate, but they haven't yet, it seems. So. I mean, look, he's putting up with a lot of stuff. It's not easy to deal with, um, you know, just because it's Britney Spears, you know, just doesn't mean that all this baggage the average person can deal with. So it seems like seems like so far, I mean, only time will tell is what I'm saying. But as of right now, I don't have an opinion one way or the other. He's saying pretty, uh, I'm getting used to wearing a wedding ring. He's, he's saying pretty basic things that people say just kind of like, you know, talking points or whatever. Well, I will say he, I feel like he handles the publicity, yeah. the attention very well. I yeah, mean, he yeah, yeah. goes to the gym every morning. He's got a very routine guy. Yeah. He's in shape, and there's always paparazzi there asking him, and he handles in a stride. He handles yeah. the paparazzi he's with grace. Yeah. He's mature about it. He doesn't give them too much. Like, he's nice about it. So I'm I not getting the vibe of – I'm not getting an exploitation vibe from him. Now, we don't know. People change. But as of right now, they've been together for a minute. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not seeing, I'm just not seeing that objectively. I, that's actually right though. I don't, I, we don't see the exploitation vibe and she's been in those relationships before where people were exploiting her right now. You know, she's still able to stay quiet and that's probably because he's around her and he's not exploiting her. All right. Now to our next story, Wendy Williams wants to come back and it looks like she's going to come back not to TV, but we all needed another podcast and it looks like Wendy is going to come back to the podcast route. Uh, it's not decided if she's going to sign with a big podcast network or Spotify, but I think what she's trying to do is kind of put the feelers out there to see if Spotify wants to give her one of those big paychecks like Joe Rogan or Call Me Daddy. But she seems like she wants to go the podcast route. She uh, she says she's already spoken to Snoop Dogg and Fat Joe and even the Kardashians about being potentially being guests on the podcast. She also reportedly reached out to a member of the former President Donald Trump's family. Um, but again, um, they, I feel like what she's trying to do is saying, I'm going on the podcast route. Who wants to pay me? Who wants me on their network? As far as TV, it doesn't seem like it's in her immediate future. But I also feel like nobody wants to give her TV, uh, a TV show, in my opinion. Like a production company might want to give her you know, the, the green light. However, a network might not want to give her a green light because of her health issues and they would put a lot of money into it and they don't know if she'd be able to um kind of finish it you know and look what happened to last season's wendy williams show she wasn't able to finish it that sherry shepherd finish it um so it's it's it was a long year last year for the wendy williams show her name was on the show but it was for most of the year last year that she wasn't able to host it because she had lymphedema if that's what it means i don't even know what it is lymphedema it was um and she's saying she only has Five percent of feeling left in her feet, which is a pretty serious oh, thing. That's um, awful. Yeah, but it's funny that I feel like she's putting these feelers out to see who's going to bite, who's going to take on her podcast, who's going to throw her the most money, or is she going to go the independent route? So we'll see. 
All right, on to the next story because uh, we want to keep this moving. We, I know with this rundown, we <laughs> like to keep it in and out uh, right. so you guys can get in and out uh, so you know what's going on for the stories of the week. Logan Paul has signed with the WWE. He's officially become a WWE superstar. Uh, the 27-year-old has shared the news on Thursday, posting pics of his contract signing alongside Triple H and Stephanie McMahon at the WWE headquarters. Of course, Logan Paul was at WrestleMania this past year. He wrestled with The Miz and actually was incredible. First of all, he looked the part. He's a big guy. Logan Paul is big. He's in shape. I actually have an opinion. I usually don't have an opinion on the Pauls, but I have an opinion on this one. Okay, I'm going to get to that. But we don't know how often he is going to be considered, like how often he's going to be on the road with the WWE. Um, So we don't know about that. But it seems like he's going to be involved with multiple events throughout the year. Um, and it's not just for show. He's actually going to be considered a WWE superstar. And I think he's going to really succeed in this. I think he's got the athletic ability, the the timing, and the likability to become WWE superstar. Now, John Campanelli, what is your take on this? Uh, okay, so I'm not a fan of the Paul brothers' attention-seeking. Uh, um, they just I feel like they feel like people don't care, and they find ways to make people care, which some could respect. I think it's shameless. So very quickly, I'm going to tell you a very quick story. First time I ever saw Logan Paul was years ago. It was before he was even that. But he was like he had we started popping on Vine, but like but like also like no one really cared. Uh, I was in Trader Joe's because I was in L.A. I was in Trader Joe's and there was this guy. There's this kid, and he was annoying. I, everyone's just trying to shop in Trader Joe's, and he was making sure everyone knew he was there, and he had a camera crew following him around. And I literally, no one was like, "Oh, cool." It was like. Hey, you're being really annoying. Get away. You're you're unlikable. Like that's how he came off to me. And it was Logan. I was like, oh, it's that dude from Vine. Man, I hate what Vine's doing to our culture because he was just walking around with a camera crew, annoying everybody trying to food shop. And it wasn't funny. It wasn't cool. It was annoying. I've always seen the Paul as attention seeking, and I'm not a fan of it. So with that being said, I like this move for Logan Paul. I think that this is the right avenue for him. I think they've he's finally found something. I hope he sticks to this. I do believe that everything they go into, while they give it bet more press, they they find they exploit things like they're exploiters. You know that, and I don't like that. I don't trust them. This he's worked hard, and he has the money too. He has the money to put the time and energy and work and, and dive into it. So, you know, let's let's not forget that. But he's they've worked. He's worked hard. He is a big guy. He looks the part. He's he's a good fighter. He's a good fighter, and so. This is a good route for him, and I am all for this. I hope he stays in this, and I, you know, there's and I and I and I, and I do think this was a good move on his behalf. This is where I, I like this. I like this. I like this avenue for him. I think it's fun. I think he'll yeah. enjoy it. I yeah. think he'll actually go to the wrestling community, which some would say, and I would agree, it's a cult fan base. So if you could win them over, they're going to ride with you for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, Good you know, move. look at w, some WWE, WWE superstars have done very, very well. So I think this is a very fun move. And I do think Logan Paul's done some self, some, some work on himself. And I and I do think he's in a better place than he was. So, like, I, I do, like, I just, I, I'm, I'm rooting for this move. Yeah. All right. Number five story of the week Howard Stern. Looks like he's going to be in a Marvel. He's going to be part of the Marvel franchise. We don't know if it's a movie or TV show. <laughs> Howard Stern has spilled the tea during his Sirius Sirius XM show, saying apparently, well, he didn't know the mic was on, or so we we know. Um, it was a hot mic, and he was chatting with Baba Booey, Gary Del Bate, about possible guests for the show, and he noted that he won't be able to talk much in the summer. And then his co-host Robin Quivers is like, um, if that meant he's working this summer, like she just was like, well, what what is that? 
Stern replies, and again, this is a hot mic. Well, I'm going to do Dr. Doom. He admits he's less than thrilled through saying, but believe me, I'm fucking miserable about it. That's what Howard Stern says. So it was a hot mic. He's caught saying he's going to do Dr. Doom. Obviously, the comic book community blows up. Um, Howard actually said he already hit up Robert Downey Jr. and John Favreau for acting tips and help about because John Favreau directed Iron Man, so he's looking for more advice about the project. Marvel has yet to announce the Doctor Doom project, and it's unclear if it will be a standalone <laughs> film or a Disney Plus series about the character. We don't know, but I think it's pretty interesting that Howard Stern is going back into acting. And you know, we saw him in Private Parts; he was a great actor in Private Parts. But now he's going to be a Marvel series. I mean, it's going to be him just playing himself as like a as a TV as a radio host talking about the movie. I don't know. We really don't know much more about it, but it sort of leaked. I don't know, on purpose or not on purpose about him being Howard Stern person. being Howard Stern. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of weird that he didn't know the mic was hot. It's Howard Stern being Howard Stern. What do you expect? You put him in a Marvel, you know, it's like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's Howard Stern is a good actor. Uh, I have to say Howard Stern is he's, he's a great actor. Private parts, he was great in. So, but I don't know if he's going to be playing himself. I can't imagine him being Dr. Doom. So we'll see how it is. But I'm I'm curious to see. What happens? Will I watch it? Probably the only five minutes of the party's in. I probably won't watch the whole thing just because those Marvel series are pretty tough to watch. All right, next story. Bam Margera. This is kind of sad. Mm -hmm. um, he's worried he'll never see his son again if he stays in rehab, and that's why he bailed on his rehab again. And his wife is pleading for him to check himself back in, which we'll get into that. Um, Bam Margera, this is the second time. Somehow he's able to walk out of his rehab and go and go missing. And they found him once and they brought him back. And I think that's really what destroys him saying he, you know, he, he's nervous that he's not going to be able to see his son Phoenix again. He's afraid he'll never get the chance to prove he's not a good father. But they did find Bam, which this is just weird. They found him in a hotel in Deerfield Beach, Florida, and brought him back to a new treatment facility, which he voluntarily said, I will go back to another treatment facility. But I don't know how, with all the issues going on, he's able to just walk out of these treatment facilities. Yeah, I think this, I think it's a little more common. I feel like people do do that, you know, and they can find ways to do it. I think it's, I just think the BAM story is sad, and I, I don't even like hearing about it, because I just think, like, this is a time where, like, this is the, this is the part of the celebrity. I, when it gets to this degree, this is, this is why I don't like too much everyone having to know having to know everything about everyone this culture this is why i don't like it we don't need to we, I, I just like i read this like i don't i don't need to know this this is i hope he gets better you know like when this stuff comes out I don't, i'm like i don't need to know it this. doesn't really yeah the stories like this i agree with you it doesn't really help anybody it's, no, it's, no one wins uh, you in know this. no one yeah. it actually just hurts the family and yeah, lose, lose. you know there's this is just here's a man who's struggling you know and it's it's difficult. And obviously we all care about BAM. We want the best for BAM. And that might be the other side of it. Like, hey, we want to let you know the BAM fans know this is what's going on. This is how he's struggling. He's probably, um, it's probably more embarrassing for him than anything, I would, I would assume. I agree. You know, and they had an intervention for him and his family. Well, they had an intervention for him. His parents showed up as well, you know, and Pete, his close friends showed up to be like – I just think it kind help. of – I just kind of think it, 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 it um, kind of uh, – what's what I'm looking for? Um when you have an intervention, you don't want it to be this public, you know? So it, it kind of, um, it's counterproductive to, to have an intervention and have it go public, you know, like an intervention should be a very private, intimate thing. that's very real. It shouldn't be exploited again. You know, it's like, so I, I don't, I don't even like that. We know that that this big intervention, I don't think anyone should know. I think that's, that's, I mean, you're, you're just, this guy's self-worth and value must be so low. We don't, we don't need to, you know, let's keep that private. 
I agree with you. On to our yeah. number three story of the week. Travis Barker made a lot of news because he was in the hospital this week. Uh, the 46-year-old drummer and husband of Kourtney Kardashian has pancreatitis. I guess he had a colonoscopy, and from that he had some complications, which reached, which was pancreatitis. And here's the funny part. I mean, listen, Travis is doing better now, but Travis was sick. He had intense pain in the abdomen, and it really concerned him and Courtney. A source told Entertainment Tonight. They called 911, and he, I was about to say 911. They called 911, and he was rushed to the hospital after speaking with Travis and running several tests. Doctors said Travis is suffering from pancreatitis. Who was the source? It's got to be the Kardashians. And, of course. I mean, um, it's it was a, I think a lot of people did get nervous because he posted on Twitter saying "God save me," yeah. which so you know funny. maybe was a little bit is the title of Machine Gun Kelly's song. So, and Machine Gun Kelly was in the news this week, so we don't know if that was about him or is about Machine Gun Kelly. His daughter put out a post and then she deleted it about like prayers for my dad. So we thought it was more serious than it is. I do think he's going to be okay. Um, for, you know, uh, this is anyone that gets in the, the Kardashian circle, man, it's just all drama all the time, airing everything out. It's all, you can't trust anything. It's like, why did they do it? It's just, I, I can't stand this empire that they've built and all these men that they're who, who I, who I like to, they're just bringing into it. Sorry. Yeah. It was actually pretty wild how much news this story got, you know? And it was like, wow, Travis Barker's in the hospital. Travis Barker's in the hospital. It's not wild. Cause the Kardashians are pushing everything. That's what it is. I mean, I think a lot of Disgusting. people go to the hospital every day. I think we want. I don't know. There was a lot of gas on this story. It felt like, and yeah. um, careful. And now we're hearing sources, so there's definitely some people pushing it. Um, at least the angle, of the sources. Um, but it was a pretty big week for the Barker family, also because uh, Travis Barker's son Landon was at, basically seen with his new girlfriend, TikTok sensation Charlie oh. D'Amelio. They were seen holding hands. The relationship is obviously going to the next level, and I mean, it's a good time to be a Barker. Uh, even actually, it was pretty nice. Even Shannon Mokler, um, Travis Barker's ex-wife, even posted saying, "I hope you have speedy recovery." So it looks like he's going to be in the right place. He's getting to. Um, actually, I've met Travis a bunch of times. He's actually a very nice guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm um, saying. I but it was crazy how this story got big, but it's not so crazy when you think about who he's dating and who he, the family he's married. Run. To. On to the number two story. This is a great video. Machine Gun Kelly was uh, had a big week. He had a, you know, he had a, he was on Matt, he was doing concert at Madison Square Garden. Uh, his documentary came out, so he was doing a lot of press about this. And <laughs> this is great. He's at his after party at Catch, which is a very exclusive, not exclusive, it's a nice restaurant in New York City. He's trying to get the crowd's attention. And you know how you get the attention? You tell people you take a, you know, a spoon or a fork to a wine glass. He didn't have a fork to get their attention, so he took a champagne glass and smashed it against his head. Yes, and then yeah. all of a sudden, has a huge wound and is bleeding all over himself. And how are you supposed to look cool after that? How are you supposed to look cool? You start to perform one of your songs and act like it's your best performance ever, like something like you're meant to do. It was such an uncool move. He's performing with blood all over, all over his face. He didn't, like, people tried to help him out and give him you know, clean towels because he was bleeding a lot. He didn't accept the towels. Instead, he just handled it like a rock star because it's such a rock and roll move and performed. Now, if you've been following this podcast for a long time, we have some very, very good fans. And actually, we have this private Facebook group. Um, if you follow us on Facebook, actually, we're on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. We have a private Facebook group where we kind of give you some inside tea. We broke a story thanks to one of our great fans that gave us this awesome video 
of Machine Gun Kelly at his concert. Now, the video became in the news and became a big story, but we had it here first hours before, and it's our video. We own the video. And um, Machine Gun Kelly was performing at Massive Square Garden. I guess there were some issues with his guitar tech. Machine Gun Kelly runs off the stage, tries to kind of attack his guitar tech, his bodyguard, pushes him away and says, go back on stage. Machine Gun Kelly goes back on stage and collapses. It's a great video, and we had it here first. If you want to, again, we have this private Facebook group where we kind of give you the inside tea. If you have questions, what's going on in the celebrity culture, we give you that. So make sure you follow that group. But what did you think of this video? I mean, it's they, such a great video. They just don't make them like they used to. They don't make rock stars like they used to. Uh, I mean, I watched him play in the celebrity basketball game, and it was the worst. It, it was like I was like, oh, this guy. It's, it was just so bad, you know. And it was like I know that sounds weird, but like. They just don't make them like they used to, you know. And it's like uh, Machine Gun Ke- Kelly. It's like maybe, maybe more for him. It's Water Gun Kevin. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's maybe change a little bit to that. But he's, um, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't dislike the guy. I know he's been, he's gone through some stuff. Maybe he's admitted to some drug problems and some, uh, you know, mental health issues. So I, I don't, you know, I hope, he, I hope he's okay. And like, you know, I, I think he's trying to be that rock star, maybe. And I think like also this behavior isn't as well received now. So like when you do something crazy now, you're just crazy. When you do something crazy back, you know, back then, Tommy Lee, all those guys, you get away with it. It's a little different. People would just be like, ah, you know, it's kind of funny. And it was, it was just sign of the times also, which is part of it. So like, you know, I think there's just a lot of things working against what he's trying, the image he's trying to push. So I think, I I don't know. I don't know him. So I can't speak to, to it specifically, but I'm just saying, I think it's just like they don't make them like they used to for several different reasons, just because they won't let you be like, you know, they, they used to be. So, yeah, you know, maybe he's trying to be a little more old school and it's just it's not translating. I don't know. I don't know. It wasn't a cool move. And it, like, I think everyone was like, dude, that was so on rock and roll. You know, and, and I feel like. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched this new documentary where he tries to talk about like I'm going to hip hop and rock and roll and his like trying to be accepted. It's, it's a it's actually a very good documentary. I enjoyed watching it. But. It was such a weird move, and it's like, come on, dude. That was you're trying too hard. Is what it seems like. It was so unnecessary. It was, it was. You're forcing it. You're trying way too hard to be cool. It's like, just be normal. You know, like you don't like. I mean, say it's hard to say just be normal. Just or did he just snap on stage? I mean, or is he just snapping? Like we don't know that. Like, is he really trying to, or is he acting like? Is he playing it off, and he's really just having, you know, meltdowns? You know. Do we, but at what point do we stop? rewarding these meltdowns i mean it's we'll never just... we'll never i mean we keep rewarding jake paul it's the same thing we we're going to continuously give these uh, we're not that we're going to have more of this stuff if we yeah. you know because this is what this is what people click on this is what people watch on to the number one story of the week now this one is bittersweet it's sad but you're happy there's somewhat closure because it's just a it's it's been a long few years regarding this guy r kelly has just been sentenced to 30 years in federal prison following his conviction for nine federal charges, including sex crimes and human trafficking. This is crazy. Uh, the disgraced singer was in Brooklyn on Wednesday, and they announced his sentence, bringing a close to one of U.S. attorneys' highest-profile criminal prosecution in years. Uh, Kelly's known he could get 10 years to life since he was convicted last September on all nine counts. He declined to give a statement during his sentencing. Uh, it's... This is pretty sad because this is dark. This is dark because R. Kelly's over fifty. We have to be realistic here. I mean, if he's doing thirty years, and if he gets even on good behavior, I mean, there's a chance we could 
It sounds good. I don't even know if I want to bring this up, but yeah, there's a chance we may can never see R. Kelly outside of jail again. And yeah, I mean, again, this is one of the most talented musicians of all time as far as in the R&B genre. Came out with some huge classic songs. I think we all uh, we were all guilty of dancing to some of the songs or liking the songs at some point. But obviously in the past few years, we saw the documentaries. We saw the news stories. It became wild. And this is serious serious alleg you know not allegations he was convicted conviction. of yeah human of sex crimes and human trafficking this is wild <clears throat> but at least we have some closure to it so um yeah it's there's not much to say about there's it there's not much to say about it it's just uh, it is that's it's disturbing and it's it's sad and it's um <clears throat> it's not yeah it's it's tragic for a million so for so many different layered reasons it's very tragic this whole yeah, thing yeah um it's but then, yeah it's there's not much to say about you know don't drop the soap in jail i don't know i mean you wonder if a guy like him is going to problem in jail because it's such a severe crime and we hear those stories that molesters have a difficult time in jail there's like those you know because people in jail are parents and you wonder if he's gonna have an issue in jail i don't know uh, you know he's been already away for a while but we don't know but that is our top 10 stories of the week john campanelli thank you for coming on the pod thanks for having me on yeah and you can make sure to follow john campanelli on instagram his instagram account is john campanelli one not with the number one john yeah. j-o-h-n campanelli c-a-m-p-a-n-e-l-l-i the number one uh, follow him on Instagram. He's torn all over the country. John's got great stories. John, I could talk to you all about Jim Carrey. But real quick, one last Jim Carrey. Yeah, yeah. How was his house? Oh, I, I don't want to speak too much about personal stuff, but it was nice. <laughs> did you get to? Did you have like the movie memorabilia in there? I guess there's one thing I could. Um, yeah, I don't want to say where, but I was able to see like a couple of original costumes, which was cool. Yeah, okay. That's that very was, cool. That was that's, surreal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's very cool. But guys, thank you guys for listening. Make sure you leave a review. Five star only. Say a few kind words. Follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Run it all. Follow me at Adam Glenn. Follow the Hollywood Raw Podcast on Instagram, Hollywood Raw Pod. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Keep listening. Thanks, guys. A Huda Media Production.